You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for today. We're going to talk a little bit about what we saw last night on Bachelor in Paradise, what we're possibly going to see tonight. We've got another Victoria Fuller and Greg Rippo sighting, and we're going to talk a little bit about Bachelor filming quite briefly and then uh, get into some other stuff. And we'll get to that momentarily. This podcast is brought to you by First Leaf Wines. First Leaf makes it simple to discover new wines that you'll love. They learn your tastes, then deliver quality wines right to your door. You sign up today, and you'll get your first six bottles for $39.95 plus free shipping. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash realitysteve. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash realitysteve to get your first six bottles for $39.95 plus free shipping. Also, this podcast brought to you by Dame Products, and they have the new introductory vibrator, the Dip. Whether Dip is your first vibrator or the toy that helps you rediscover what feels good for you, it's designed to be unintimidating and to encourage pleasure exploration without shame. Go to DameProducts.com, promo code REALITYSTEVE. That'll get you 15% off your first order. That's DameProducts.com. Use promo code REALITYSTEVE to take 15% off your first order. Okay, let's get going. As you know, hometowns begin filming this week for Zach's season of The Bachelor. As I told you yesterday, I know three of the four. I think I know the fourth, but again, I want to be confident uh, about it before I run with it. It's very possible I could get that today. So stand by all your social media accounts By the time I wake up in the morning, I might have it. So I just, and it wouldn't be in this podcast because I'm recording this about 1130 Central Time on Halloween night. And if I get it, I will put it out on my Twitter account and my Instagram feed and my Instagram stories. So hopefully I will get it today. No guarantees, obviously. If I were to guarantee it, then I would say it's coming today. I don't know if it's coming today, but I hope to get it. Sooner rather than later, put it that way. But yeah, they're um, they're filming hometowns this week, and I believe the first one is today. So that's all that's going on in Zach news. Once I get the hometown dates, then we can start working backwards on your eliminations from earlier this season. Obviously, there's been a lot of stuff out there, a lot of things being trying to be pieced together based on social media activity. I can tell you a lot of those have been wrong, but you'll have everything soon enough in terms of your eliminations and whatnot. So bear with me. Now, let's get to last night's Bachelor in Paradise episode because there are a few things that are definitely some talking points. The first one being, and this wasn't in the beginning of the episode, it was basically in the middle, but Justin coming back on the beach for no reason whatsoever. Jesse even said it, so why'd you come back? I hated Justin's explanation because he made it seem like, hey, you know, it didn't work out for me earlier this trip and um, went home, uh, heard some things that Eliza was going to be on the show, so I came back. He's making it seem like he fucking got in a car and drove back to Mexico so he could just be on the show to meet Eliza. Like, come on. We're not dumb. Stop playing us for fools, please. But Jesse asked him, why'd you come back? It's like he came back because producers like him. They like using him on the show. And it was strictly done so he could interfere 
in the Rodney-Eliza relationship that was apparently going very strong. But what doesn't make sense, I mean, it doesn't make full sense because clearly they allowed him to do this because they like Justin. They're not letting some random that nobody really seems to talk about come back on the show. It's like, what's the point of having rose ceremonies? He got eliminated because no one gave him a rose, and he's just allowed to come back? Like, oh, okay, I didn't realize that's the way the show works now. But obviously it only works for people that they have a a favoritism toward, and Justin certainly one of them. But it really is kind of a slap in the face to anybody who's been eliminated at a rose ceremony before. I mean, just take anybody who's already been eliminated this season. If you were to ask them, hey, so-and-so's on the beach now. Would you be interested in meeting them? I'm sure they would have said, yeah, I would. But why weren't they allowed to come back on? Because the show didn't want them on. The show will do what the show will do, and Justin's a favorite, so he's allowed to come back on. Kind of silly, really makes no sense, but then again, the show makes no sense. Now, what I found interesting, obviously he came back and he was there to interfere in the Eliza and Rodney friendship, relationship, whatever you want to call it. And I'm, I, I so Eliza meets with Justin and obviously Justin asks her on a date and she says yes. And then she goes and talks to Rodney and that, that conversation really had me scratching my head. It just seemed to be a really weird position to put Rodney in because her statement to him was, I want you to say, don't go. Okay, fair enough. She wants him to show her he doesn't want her to go on the date. But at no time did she ever say, I don't want to go on the date. So was this a really weird position to put Rodney in because I think Rodney was trying to do the mature thing, because if he did tell her, I don't want you going and I'll be pissed if you do, or I'll be upset and it'll bother me. I think people out there would think he's being a dick. Like, isn't the whole point of paradise to explore relationships? Why aren't you letting her go? Rodney, this is the whole point of the show. Like it's this, it's this double-edged sword that people seem to get upset when it's people that they like versus people that they don't like. If the purpose of paradise is to date multiple people, he kind of has to let her go on the date, but he can still want to be with her the most. He wasn't okay with her pursuing Justin. He didn't like it, but you also don't want to come off as a jealous asshole by saying, no, you're not going on that date. You're with me. Because then Eliza could turn around and be like, wait, wait, wait. I came down here to explore my options, and you guys were the two guys that I was interested in the most. So for her to put that out there to him, I don't know. I I didn't like the wording of that. I want you to say, don't go. How about you tell Rodney, I don't want to go. But at no point did she ever say that. So the whole thing was really questionable and I didn't, it didn't make a lot of sense to me. And I felt like Rodney handled it about as well as he could. I had no problem with what Rodney told her because Rodney, you know, quote unquote allowed or let her go on the date didn't scream to me, oh, Rodney must not want her. At no point did I ever think that. But she did. And I don't know, that was just weird. Weird wording, weird phrasing. 
Speaking of weird wording and weird phrasing, we haven't seen it yet because it's going to happen on tonight's episode, but we've seen the preview clip of Aaron saying to Genevieve, I'm assuming it's Genevieve, we don't see her in the picture, but who else would he be saying it to, that that Genevieve is gaslighting him. And oh gosh, do we have to go down this road again? So many people in this franchise and so many people in general overuse the term gaslighting and misuse the term gaslighting. So I don't know what this situation is and we'll find out tonight when it plays out. But my guess is Genevieve probably didn't gaslight him. I just, I don't see, I don't see her doing that, but we know people love using that word when somebody just tells them something that they can't believe, you know, I don't even know if there's a true, uh, there's a true like universal definition of what gaslighting is. I also think there are definitely degrees of gaslighting to me. When I hear gaslighting, I feel that's a repeated behavior over and over and over again during a period of time where you are breaking someone down mentally and making them believe that they are turning crazy when they have no reason to believe that. But can gaslighting happen in one conversation? Sure. I just think it's on a very, very small end. And Aaron and Genevieve, if this is gaslighting at all, is just maybe one instance. And it's just going to be it's where I don't think the word should be used. I mean, if you want to get technical, the technical definition of gaslighting on the Internet, because everything on the Internet is right. Gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation in which the abuser attempts to sow self-doubt and confusion in their victim's mind. Typically, gaslighters are seeking to gain power and control over the other person by distorting reality and forcing them to question their own judgment and intuition. Do I really think, without even knowing what happens tonight, do I really think that that's Genevieve? No, I don't. So it'll be interesting to see what exactly causes Justin to tell Genevieve that you're gaslighting me because I can't think of one person in this franchise that's ever used that word correctly. So is Aaron Clancy going to be the first one? I guess we'll wait and see. Okay, there is a mystery going on from yesterday that I I'm going to guess what the answer is, and I don't know if we'll ever get it, but I don't think I'm far off with this answer. I could have sworn yesterday that Us Weekly on their website, both on mobile and when I looked at it on my desktop, ran a story yesterday, and the headline, I never got to click on the story, but the headline was something to the effect of Maddie Pruitt says she's going to have sex for the first time tonight during her reception. It was something along those lines where it was like Maddie Pruitt yells during her reception she's going to have sex for the first time tonight. And I'm like, okay, interesting headline. Obviously, it's clickbait. But when I went back to look for that story, maybe an hour later, it was gone. And not only was it gone, not only was it not on Us Weekly's page where I know I saw it, when I googled Maddie Pruitt, Us Magazine, sex, especially a story that was just up an hour ago, would still be in the archives. You'd be able to pull it up in two seconds when you Google those words, because all those words were in the headline. 
and it was nowhere to be found. Gone. So they just deleted the story? My guess is because, look, if you don't think that some of the Us Weekly writers have direct conversations with contestants on this show, I don't know what to tell you. They do. My guess is Maddie saw that headline and told them to take it down. Or Trizzy did. Trizzy Trout. Uh, Grant told them, take it down. There's no, I, I just don't see any other reason why it would be gone. And I know it was a headline because I saw it. Did anybody else see that yesterday? Did anybody else happen to see it and click on the story? Because apparently the story was, as I mentioned yesterday, so many people in Bachelor Nation were posting photos and videos from Maddie's wedding reception and the wedding itself. Apparently it was just during a wedding reception where somebody was doing a panoramic view of the party and you could hear Maddie and kind of see her, but it wasn't like focused on her. It was just, you could hear her saying it. I'm going to have sex for the first time tonight. And everyone was like cheering, but it is no longer a story on us weekly and was gone within, I think about an hour. Maybe it was 90 minutes from when I know I thought I saw it when I know I saw it to when I went to go look for it again and it was gone. Something else from yesterday, I didn't feel the need to post it because it's clear. You, you guys know, I mean, Victoria Fuller and Greg Rippo are dating. They're seeing each other. There's, it's clear as day. They went to Italy together. I got another picture of them yesterday. They were in Nashville at a place called E-Rose. It's a, e, it's a wellness place. Um, got a picture of them. I didn't even bother to post it because why? We already know they're together. But again, I think these two just love wearing sweats and hanging out because once again, they were in sweats yesterday at E-Rose in Nashville. And again, the Bachelor in Paradise reunion tapes this Friday in LA. Really curious to see um, what Johnny says, what he brings up, what Victoria says about the Greg relationship, because clearly they are dating and there's no hiding it. They, they don't seem to care to hide it. They go everywhere in public together. Now they're in Nashville hanging out together in public. They didn't even go to Italy to try and think, oh, well, you know, maybe we'll go to Italy and no one will see us. Now they're hanging out in Nashville together. So clearly it was them. And um, just want to, I'm just curious to see what happens uh, on Friday. That's going to be probably the biggest storyline to come out of Friday's Bachelor in Paradise reunion taping. Uh, one correction from yesterday, again, and again, I didn't even know this until people brought it to my attention when I was talking about the fact that Kevin and Astrid got married on Friday and Maddie and Grant got married on Saturday. I said Kevin and Astrid got married in Canada. Apparently they got married in Florida. I didn't even realize I said Canada. <laughs> I mean, I knew they lived there. So I just I guess I put one in one together and just assumed two. But yeah, until people brought it up, I had no idea that I said Canada, but I did. It was wrong. They got married in Florida on Friday. I have not watched dancing with the stars as of me recording this, but I am well aware that Val had COVID and Gabby did not dance tonight with Val. She danced with Alan, who was Hannah Brown's partner, did not watch it, but I plan on watching it. Um, I'm going to actually go watch it after I start rec uh, after I'm done recording this, actually, now that I think about it. If not, I'll watch it tomorrow. 
But guess what tomorrow is? I haven't talked about this in probably two months. Tomorrow, I actually start rehab for my torn Achilles. Yes, it's been three months. I had surgery on August 10th, so we're about 10 days away from um, three months. And that's what the doctor told me. He wanted three months of healing before I started any sort of rehab. And that's been the probably the most frustrating part of this injury. I've gotten used to the daily things. Like I told you, the daily things were were really hard at first, you know, because standing is part of something you do every day. And I could not stand, so I had to get a chair for the shower. I had to, it wasn't easy to go from a standing position to a seated position. And it was just, you know, just wasn't easy to deal with. And it hasn't been fun. It's been boring as hell because I just haven't been able to go out and do stuff. Like I said, I started going back to the gym about a month ago, but I haven't been able to do any cardio because there's no cardio I can do. I think I can start now. I'm going to ask them tomorrow. Can I at least get on the bike? Cause obviously I can't run. I can't walk. Um, bike or elliptical is possible, but I don't know. I haven't done that sort of stretch where I'm in that stretch position. And I, I can't be on, I can't be on an elliptical with my boot. I just wouldn't have any control. So the only thing I could do is a bike. So hopefully I can because I haven't been able to get any cardio in and it's been bothering me. And yeah, so, but physical therapy starts today for the first time in three months. And then I'm sure it's going to take another three to, they told me three to six months before any running and or jumping takes place because it's just a very, uh, tearing your Achilles is just a really shitty injury to have. I'm telling you, I know a couple of you have emailed me since this because you've been listening to this podcast and then you either got injured yourself or know someone who was injured this way. And yeah, it's not fun. It's a long recovery, especially if you want to, you know, go back to doing anything athletic, which I definitely do. And it's gotten to a point where like right now, I barely ever, the only time I wear my boot anymore is when I actually go out and do something. When I'm just around the house, I don't have anything on and I'll sit in my recliner and I'll stretch my foot and stuff, but you know, and I can stretch it back a little bit. It just feels like I haven't used that muscle in three months. It just feels very tight in the back of my, in my ankle area. It just feels super tight because I haven't used any of those muscles. And hopefully that's what physical therapy will do is loosen them up and make them stronger because my left leg looks like a twig compared, not that my right leg is Arnold Schwarzenegger size, but just sitting on the couch and having both of my legs spread out. Yes, you can definitely tell that my left leg has no definition in it whatsoever anymore because I haven't put, I haven't used a muscle in it in three months, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that today. I'll probably have an update for you tomorrow on my physical therapy and what the first session was and what the plan is going forward and how long I can, before I can even take the boot off. I think I'm going to be done with my knee scooter fairly soon because I thought my doctor told me once you start rehab, I want you off the scooter and just walking in the boot. So hopefully I can get to that point to where I don't need the boot, uh, the the knee scooter anymore. But you know what? Honestly, I'm going to miss it. 
Like when that thing has been part of your life every day for three months, just getting up and going to the kitchen, getting up, going to my bedroom, getting up, going to the bathroom, having to wheel myself there. It's almost going to be weird not to have one. It's almost going to be weird to walk again with no help. So that's going to be interesting. Anyway, I'll let you all know exactly what the plan is going forward because I know you all care. (laughs) Anyway, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. And um, keep it on my socials today. There's a very good chance I could have answers today on your hometown dates and when they're all filming and whatnot and who's in them. Uh, if not, I, I, I think it's coming soon. I don't want to guarantee a certain date, but I think it's coming soon. So keep it on my socials, and I'll keep you updated here and on my website as well. So thank you very much for listening. Really appreciate it, and I will talk to you tomorrow. See you!